Well, 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 another race weekend has passed us by. It happened to be the throwback weekend for NASCAR. So much crazy stuff happened. Of course, you know we're going to talk about all of that and so much more on the Wave Around, sponsored by Sandwich Man Racing Sports Memorabilia. You don't want to miss it. What's going on, everybody? My name is J-Mac, and welcome to The Wave Around, brought to you by Sandwich Man Racing Sports Memorabilia. Sandwich Man Racing, where fans become family. Go to SandwichManRacing.com and look them up. What is going on? Thank you guys so, so very much. My name is J-Mac. Like I said, welcome to The Wave Around, the podcast from the mind of an everyday average Joe, bringing you all things NASCAR and NASCAR related, and soon to be some other sports. It is Tuesday, it is May 11th, and we have just finished Throwback Weekend over at Darlington. Wow, what an exciting weekend. Martin Truex Jr. wins the cup race, Sheldon Creed wins the truck race, and Mr. Justin Allgaier wins the Xfinity race. Had some cool, cool throwbacks. Some uh, some wild, wild racing, especially for the truck race. What was it, 12 cautions? 12 cautions, including a big one on lap 118, uh, which red flagged the race for a while. Took out like half the damn field um, for the truck race. So, yeah, that was the weekend. But before we talk more about Darlington... What's going on? How are you guys doing? How do you feel? How do you feel about this NASCAR season so far? We are almost, well, we're like more than like a quarter of the way done. Um, and we've only seen Martin Truex Jr. as the guy to be like the repeat winner so far. Um, he has, what, three wins? Um, and, uh, yeah, so... It's, it's looking crazy. Uh, Fox wasn't lying when they said uh, this is the best NASCAR season so far. So, with that being said, let's talk about some crazy, crazy stuff before we get into Darlington. As you guys may or may not have heard, um, Junior Motorsports is contemplating on joining Cup Racing next year when the next generation car comes out. I personally think it is an excellent time to hit while the iron is is hot. College Racing is doing it. Junior Motorsports should do it too. I think Junior Motorsports would be successful. I think the sponsors are going to come calling. I mean, it's Junior. It's Dale Junior. The guy has name recognition. You go to any race still to this day, you see Dale Junior hats. You see Dale Earnhardt Senior hats and t-shirts and flags. His diecast are still selling crazy. People go crazy when they see a Dale Junior diecast or anything Dale Jr. related. Kind of like what is going on with Chase Elliott these days. I mean, hell, he was like, what, 15-time most popular driver Dale Jr. was? So yes, I think anything Dale Jr. touches turns into gold. We can keep singing the praises of Dale Jr. 
all day long. I want to hear what you guys think. I want you guys to leave a comment on Facebook um, at the Wave Around or also go to the Sandwich Shop and uh, leave some comments what you guys think about Junior joining the uh, the Cup Series next year. I personally think, do you think it's a good idea or do you think it's bad? Do you think he should wait or do you think he should do it now? I think he should do it now. Um, he's definitely going to have some sponsorship um lots of sponsorship i think he's definitely going to have the alliance with hendrick that's going to be the one supplying his engines because pretty much xfinity the junior motorsports in xfinity is like a subsidiary of um hendrick motorsports it's like their xfinity team or whatever you want to call it so let's go ahead and talk about what we saw at darlington we saw at the truck race just mad, mad mayhem, like I already said. So Sheldon Creed wins. Awesome. So we start off the race. Everything's going great. You know, um, lap 17, uh, whatever, it was the competition caution. You know, it was when they started doing their little competition caution uh, pit stops. And we get caution number two at lap 26 um, for Gregson and the O2 getting in the wreck, battling for a 33rd. Um, then we get the restart at 32. Then we get number 38 winning stage one. And we do some more racing. Caution number five comes out after the num- number 23 gets in the wall from 20th. He tries to slide up in front of the 34, and he just wasn't clear. Uh, so that's how that happened. And then we do, you know, some more racing. We get to, uh, caution number, competition cautions, caution number six, caution number seven, the 25, 38, and 13, they get together battling for eighth. I have caution number eight, the 15 spins from 16, from 16th after getting loose in contact from the 40. And the 34 makes heavy contact. The 56 also gets collected. And then the big one at lap 118, we had a restart. All right, we had a restart after caution number eight. So the four was on the outside, the 51 on the inside, the 16 gave up the front row to restart fourth behind the number four, 52, but was behind the 51. The four and the 51 get turned into each other after contact from behind, causing the big Darlington wreck, the 21, 16, the 51, the four, the 11, the 26, the 25, the 33, the 18, the 17, the 88, the 19, the 98, the 40, the one, the 41, the 24, the 38, and the 10. We're all involved. All involved. That was like the big one. That was like Talladega, but it was at Darlington, and it was a truck race. So then we have the red flag, all right, at lap 119. They clean up. We get the yellow flag, comes back at lap 120. So not not like a long, long, um, what you call it, red flag. So all the drivers start making repairs. The 18 is parked for an unsafe speed around the safety equipment. Then we get to restart on lap 132. So we had a lot of like yellow flags there. Uh, we get to restart. And then we get caution number 11 on lap 141 when the 30 spins from 10th. And we get another. So we restart. The 2 chooses the outside, 99 on the inside. 99 gets loose on the inside and allows the number 2 to pull away. Lap 147, caution 
Number 12. All right. Number one gets spun by the 45 on the front stretch. Number two had already taken the white flag. Number two wins for the first time in 2021. So Sheldon Creed, who had a pretty sick little throwback, wins your truck race. That was how the truck race went. So Sheldon Creed is in, finishes number one. Ben Rhodes, number two. Carson Hussever and finishes third. Matt Crafton in fourth. Grant Enfinger, fifth. Johnny Sauter in sixth. Timmy Hill in seventh. John Hunter Nemechek in eighth. Austin Wayne Self, my fellow Texas boy, in ninth. And my man, my one of my favorite truck drivers, Jordan Anderson, finishes in tenth. What would you guys think about the truck race? Think it was crazy with all the wrecks and all like pretty much the entire field getting taken out. What'd you think about the throwback schemes? Let us know. We would love to hear from you. Then we get to the Xfinity race, which had nine cautions. So just now Geyer wins. He's able to hold on the win. He, uh, the number 22 gets into the outside wall on lap 148. Coming to the checkers. The nine at the time won the $100,000 dash for cash. But hold your horses, ladies and gentlemen. Hold your horses. The number nine gets his his finishing position taken away during the post-race inspection. He was found to have violated Rule 20.14.C in the NASCAR rulebook, which states all suspension mounts and mounting hardware must not allow movement or realignment of any suspension and or drivetrain component component beyond normal rotation or suspension and or drivetrain travel. What the hell does that mean? Car gurus, let me know. I've got some comments on Facebook. That was a pretty stupid uh, little freaking um, violation find in my book. Like, I, I don't get it. So his fourth place finish was disqualified. He lost his $100,000 bonus. And it went to A.J. Amendinger, who uh, was the next highest finishing Dash for Cash driver. So Dash for Cash, you know, they don't have to finish first. But if they're the, the finishing, the top finisher of that race, will get the money. And then, like, the top four finishers or whatever are eligible for the next one or whatever. Kind of like how they did back in the day. So Junior Motorsports, of course is appealing the suspension as they should. They confirmed this yesterday. So we shall see what comes of that. Good job for them, uh, you know, appealing that penalty because that penalty just sounds kind of stupid and kind of dumb in my eyes. So now we go to the big cup race on Sunday, which was Mother's Day. So before we get into that, I was actually able to watch the race on Sunday because I took care of my wife, all right? Like like you guys should have done, you know, or your significant others or called your mom or whatever. So wake up early morning, um, give my wife the gifts, you know, me and the boys went out and uh, got some cards for her. Uh, they made some cool stuff at school and uh, got her some jewelry and we made her breakfast, all right? So... Gather a nice, nice breakfast, the eggs, some bacon, some fruit, you know, like little sliced up strawberries and uh, some berries and, and stuff like that. You know, took care of her, just made her a nice breakfast, made her feel, you know, comfortable. You know, gave her, you know, sons are like rubbing her feet and 
and all this stuff. So she ate the breakfast. She loved it, loved the gifts or whatever. So she knew it was Sunday and she knew a race was coming on. So she's like, you're just, you're just doing all this stuff because uh, you want to watch the race. Because you do this every Sunday. I was like, no, babe, it's Mother's Day. I want to take care of you. I mean, you're the mother of my three beautiful boys. Like, it's it, today's about you. And yes, it's Sunday. Just just so happens to be a race on. But let's not dwell on that stuff. So, um, yeah, took care of her. And, you know, she decided she wanted a nice bath. So we gave her a nice, you know, drew a bath for her. Gave her some bath bombs or whatever. Let her relax. So she decided she wanted to stay up in the room and, and uh, you know, read a book. So it's like, hey, why not? It's your day. It's Mother's Day. We'll do what you want to do. So she stayed up in there. And the race happened to come on, what, 3, 3.30? So watch the race. Saw Martin Truex Jr. dominate the entire race. And uh, life was good. And then, you know, she came back downstairs. And she's like, so who won? I was like, Martin Truex Jr. She's like, oh, that's cool. Because uh, she was kind of having trouble picking a driver. Um, and uh, so I told her, you know, hey, Martin Truex Jr., you know, he's cool. But I'm like, ladies like him, I guess. Um, whatever. So she's like, all right, cool. So, I mean, I guess that's that's her driver, Martin Truex Jr. So, I mean, she tolerates my NASCARisms. Um, she, you know, she she puts up with it. She knows it's it's like my thing I do. It's my hobby. So she says, hey, I mean, I guess it's better than, you know, you're going out there and, like, spending a bunch of money on, uh, like, auctions at uh, the Merkham auctions or whatever for those cool classic cars. So, yeah, that was that. So it was a good Sunday, good good Mother's Day for the wife. Uh, called my mom during the race uh, because the race started getting super super boring. I tried to call my mom earlier, but she went out to brunch, so I wasn't using the race as an excuse to call her. I did actually call her, and uh, she called me back, and so I talked to her during the race and just chit chatted, and uh, you know about an hour, so or not about about forty five minutes. So, I mean, I didn't really miss much of the, uh, it was during like the first stage or second stage or whatever. Race seemed kind of long Sunday. So we, we chit chatted. I thought that was cool. Talking to my mom during the NASCAR race. She knows that, you know, usually, uh, I don't like to be bothered on Sunday. So it definitely made her feel special knowing that I took time to watch, talk to her and watch the race at the same time. So, uh, the race, the cup race, I mean, more of the same, typical Darlington, had some, definitely had some sweet, sweet throwbacks. Um, Kyle Busch, you know, lap 22, he spins while leading. He was like, what, pretty close to breaking a record or whatever. So he's led, he was about to lead 18,000 laps, I think they said, and on 17,999, he blows a tire and, uh, has to go get it changed. And that, was actually the competition caution. But before that, let's talk about this lap six. Lap six into the race. Eric Almarola with that sweet Mark Martin Smithfield throwback made that hard, hard impact on the inside backstretch wall. He was running 27th. He made contact with Recky Stenhouse Jr., of course. And, uh, man, that car just looked horrible. Like, the front tires were off the ground. So... It was a bad wreck, and it was unfortunate. Eric Almirola and just the whole Stewart House, Stewart House racing team this year are just having just difficulties, especially Eric Almirola. Is this his last season? I don't know. I think uh, it's probably not because he always brings great sponsorship with him. Smithfield like loves the dude, 
But man, that flamed cool Smithville car was awesome, and it was just a shame to see it get wrecked. So that happened. And then, of course, we had the second caution, which counted as the competition caution. All leaders pitted for four tires. What else happened? So, you know, a bunch of back and forth, back and forth. Uh, caution number four, to zero, zero, and 38 get together. Exiting turn two, 38 comes down into the 41 who makes hard contact in the inside wall in the back stretch. He was running 30th. So he has like the same impact as Eric Amarola, his teammate, uh, Cole Custer does. So exact same. It looked the same. And I mean, he had a pretty cool little throwback and it was saying happy mother's day. So the hood actually was sticking up, wishing all the mothers out there, happy mother's day. So, I mean, hey, it happens. Then we saw lap 107. Uh, number one gets loose, exiting turn four after contact with Bubba Wallace hard into the inside front stretch wall. That front end stretch, that front stretch wall on the inside was just doing damage for everybody. Um, of course, his car caught fire, so he had to get out. Um, the 23 on lap 109, he was supposed to be the free pass, but he was deemed to be involved in a yellow. So NASCAR made that call. Was it a good call? Hey, they got to stick by their guns. Um, so there you go, all you Bubba people out there that say, oh, Bubba, NASCAR shows Bubba favoritism. Well, guess what? They stuck by their guns. They said he was involved in the yellow, that he caused the yellow, so therefore he was not eligible for the free pass. So there you have it. There you have it. So it's much of the same. Uh, it was like caution-free uh, third stage. Um, so, yeah. A lap, it was like the last couple laps there. Uh, lap 265. Um, the 5 caught up to the 19 for the lead. Uh, it was like the first time someone had challenged the 19 for the lead all day. So the number 5, Larson gets up to him on lap 265. And it look, just looked like, man, this might be the moment that Kyle Larson passes... Truex stops the Truex domination train and wins this race. But it wasn't meant to be, as we saw. Uh, the 12 got into the wall on lap 271. Uh, Larson falls the 8th. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. just keeps doing his thing. Uh, and just keeps doing it. And then lap 285. Kyle Larson made a freaking incredible gutsy, ballsy move where he splits the lap cars of the 8 and the six. Just goes straight through the middle of Tyler Reddick and Ryan Newman there. And just, oh my gosh, makes it three wide right there. It was awesome. I was like, that is the move of the race. If he's going to win the race, he had to make that move. But it just wasn't meant to be. The 19 holds on the win after leading 248 laps for his third win of the year. So there you have it. Martin Truex Jr. in first. Kyle Larson ends up in second. Kyle Busch after... Uh, blowing his tire, finishes in third. William Byron dominates again, another top 10 for that guy, finishes in fourth. Denny Hamlin in fifth. Kevin Harvick sixth. Chase Elliott seventh. Ryan Blaney eighth. Chris Buescher ninth. And Ryan Newman in tenth. So there you have it. That's your top 10 from the Darlington Cup race. My favorite throwback definitely was the Alan Kowicki uh, throwback that Corey LaJoy did. I mean, down to the contingency stickers, it was the exact same sponsor, the same number. That was spot on. I like Tyler Reddick's uh, 
Marty Robbins throwback. That was super, super sweet. I love those colors. Alex Bowman has some sweet colors to him. Joey Logano's uh, throwback to Mario Andretti was also pretty badass looking, if I say so. I'm not a Ford guy, but it did look sweet. Uh, Kyle Larson throwing back to himself was cool. William Byron uh, throwing back to Neil Bonnet with the uh, Valvoline. I like that one as well. Uh, of course, the nine with the Alan Kowicki Hooters throwback. Of course, I mean, you're, you're sponsored by Hooters. It's about damn time you did an Alan Kowicki throwback. So those were my favorite throwbacks. What were yours? What did you think about the cup race? Was it a snooze fest like everybody was saying it is? What do you think of that rules package? Personally, I want to say that I think that if it was nighttime, we would have saw a completely different outcome. Um... Then what we saw, you know, how nighttime affects every every race. But with this rules package at Darlington at nighttime, I think it would have been sweet. Uh, yeah. Another thing I forgot to mention, the fact that the Darlington, this Darlington race was a throwback weekend um, kind of threw me off. I'm so used to it being the Southern 500 in September on Labor Day weekend or whatever you call it. Uh, so for the fact that... Um, the your throwback weekend for NASCAR was in the month of May. Kind of threw me off, threw a lot of people off. Um, but it is what it is. NASCAR is making some changes, uh, and it's for the good, it's for the bad. Whatever you think, that's just the way NASCAR is handling it. So, like I said, and like I've asked before, what you guys think of the race? Let me know on Facebook. We'll be right back with this day in NASCAR history, the rant, and some other stuff. Right here on The Wave Around. Alright ladies and gentlemen, we are back. As you guys know, the next cup race is May 16th. So, if this is your first time listening to the show, or if you're a return listener, you guys know I love this segment. It is. What I like to do is I like to take the, uh, the next cup race, the next date... I do some research, and I find out every driver that has won a race on that date. So here we go. This is every driver that has won a race on May 16th. Starting in 1948, Red Byron won down there in Richmond, Virginia. 1953, we had Tim Flock in Hickory, North Carolina. 1954, Jim Paschal in Martinsville, Virginia. In 1964, Ned Jarrett in Hickory, North Carolina. 1965, Junior Johnson, also down there in Hickory, North Carolina. In 1969, we had Bobby Isaac in Beltsville, Maryland. 1971, we had Donnie Allison in Talladega. 1976, Benny Parsons down in Dover, which is our next race. Well, not down. Dover, Delaware, right? Yeah. So, 1976, Benny Parsons, Dover. 1982, the greatest year ever, because it was the year I was born. Bobby Allison in Dover. 1993, Jeff Bodine in Sonoma, and then in 2010, Kyle Busch did it in Dover. Will Kyle Busch be the winner in Dover like he was in 2010? Here, what is it, 11 years later? We don't know. Maybe. Watch Sunday, May 16th, to find out if Kyle Busch is your winner. That is drivers that have won a cup race on May 16th. 
let's get down into what I like to call my bold predictions. My bold prediction for Dover. I'm going to go with my man. The people's champ, Chase Elliott, is going to pull through and win in Dover. He's won in Dover before. He won in the playoffs. Remember? It was like his second win in 2018. So, he's done it before. Dover's the place he's won at. So, let's go Chase. If not Chase, maybe Kyle Busch, like he did in 2010. Who knows? That's why it's called a bold prediction. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, the way the schematics are probably going, uh, Martin Truex Jr. will probably be your uh, pole winner or whatever their little mathematic equation is. So, will we see a domination of Martin Truex Jr. at Dover? Will Kyle Larson win at Dover? Because he's won at Dover. Just maybe. Or will William Byron continue his streak of top 10 finishes and get himself a win at Dover? It's all a possibility, folks. You're just going to have to find out and watch on Sunday. When it comes to fantasy picks, do not trust a thing I say. All right? Because my fantasy, I just pick people. Whatever. I have been like, oh, for everything here when it comes to my bull predictions. I haven't picked a winner yet. So don't take what J-Max says seriously. Because, hey, this is, it's, it's, it is what it is, right? That's why it's called bold predictions. So, there you go. Chase Elliott. It could be Kyle Busch. could be Martin Choice Jr. could be Kyle Larson. could be William Byron. It could be anybody. That's what the thrill of watching NASCAR races is all about. Because you just don't know who will win. Who will win. Especially this year. Yeah, we got our favorites or whatnot. But it's, it's just not happening the way we have planned. It's somebody surprising every week. Every weekend, and it's awesome. I love it. Let's continue the trend. We'll be right back with the rant, and we'll close out the show after that, right here on the Wave Around. It's time for the J Mac rant. If you don't know what the rant is, it's the part of the week where I just go off about something that has been bothering me the past week. And I just let it all loose on the air. Well, this week, I want to talk about these. I want to talk about something that's not even related to NASCAR, but it's related to driving. And that is just drivers, period. Living here in Indianapolis, right? It's the home of the Indy 500. So every day, Monday through Friday, everybody thinks they are on at Indianapolis Motor Speedway when it comes to driving. These mofos are just driving like zoom, 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 just zooming past you every day they don't like it they, they they ride your ass every day they they cut you off like they got spotters telling them all right you're clear on the inside clear on your outside go ahead and move on in but today was just a different story so i'm in a rush as, as many of you guys know i'm uh, i'm getting ready i'm on the down end of my military career getting ready to retire so uh if you guys don't know a quick little insight of what i do um, without giving away like national secrets. Just kidding. Um, so pretty much what I do down here in, or up here in Indiana is I am what they call an OCT. I'm an observer coach trainer, meaning I'm an active duty soldier. I go around um, and basically evaluate, observe, coach, and tra- and teach National Guard units from Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, and Ohio, and Iowa, I think, too. Um just kind of like 
give them pointers and, and get them ready to go do their missions for their states or for the country. Because, you know, these guys just work on, you know, they do like one week in a month, two weeks a year or whatever. They're, they're not full time. They don't do this job all the time. Like I do, they have civilian jobs, they have regular jobs, and then they come on the weekend and train or whatnot. So that's what I do. What the hell? Where was I going with this? Anyway, so yeah, that's my job. That's why I'm in Indiana. So I'm on the downside of my career, right? I'm getting ready to retire. 20 years in the military. Going to get a nice retirement check. So I'm just sitting here at home. My team right now that I'm with, like I have a team of like seven dudes I work with. They're all in Florida helping the Florida National Guard um, do some training. I was just recently down in Wisconsin. Before that, I was in El Paso for 41 days. That's a different story. Anyways, so I, I'm just here chilling, you know, getting ready for retirement, getting all my packets ready, uh, getting my medical stuff ready for review so I can get, like, you know, good disability rating or whatever. And at the last moment, I'm at Walmart shopping with the wife, hanging out with my wife, you know, just kicking back with my wife. And I get a phone call like, hey, man, you need to you need to be here, uh, like, now. We need to turn in some radios and all this, this jazz. So I'm like, all right. I'm going to show up in civilians. I'm not putting uniform on because I haven't shaved. And if you don't know, today at 1 o'clock, um, I did a Facebook Live video at 1 o'clock Eastern Time um, on uh, the sandwich shop. So I was, you know, wanted to get home and get ready for that and make sure I, I provided good content and plus had to get ready for this podcast. So anyways, I'm driving to work and everybody's just taking their sweet ass time. Usually these dudes are in a rush. And usually I'm like the one that's just lackadaisical, just driving, just chilling out. But today I was in a rush, so I'm like trying to freak out. I'm the dude riding people's asses today, like cutting in and out of traffic. Like I need to get on Camp Atterbury, which is a super small little base. I need to get there, get to my office, turn in these radios. So finally I get there, and then what happens? The door's locked. They took my key because obviously I'm on my way out, so I don't need an office key apparently anymore. And nobody has the be has the key because since COVID's happened, nobody really comes to work because people are still scared of COVID, which is cool because I've had like a year and a half of chill time. Um, so I get to the office. Nobody has the key. I, I get what I think is the office key. They're like, this is the master key. No, it's the master key to another building. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to come back tomorrow because I need to get going. It is like 1245. I need to get home. Get some food in me, and I need to do this Facebook Live. It's you know, fifteen minute drive. I, I need to, I need to hurry up. Okay, maybe it was like twelve thirty-five. Whatever, you get the point. I had to hurry up, so get back on the highway. Of course, everybody's just driving slow. Um, I got this one car in front of me, and this dude is like taking his sweet, sweet time at the stop sign to turn right. And he's like looking for traffic coming, you know, down the, the road or what. Nobody's coming from the left side, dude. Stop for your little two seconds, do your little look, and take off. There's no need to like just sit there. Nobody is coming. So, yes. Fighting slow ass traffic sucks, especially every other day when they decide to be super fast. But today it was just like annoy. It was like international annoy J Mac in Indiana Day. Because everybody was just driving slow. Nobody wanted to give you any room. People were just taking their sweet little time. And it's like, I'm in a rush, people. Alright? I want to get back home. I want to record. I want to do some stuff that I have planned. You know? Drive slow another day. 
So that's the J-Mac rant. Do you guys have slow drivers? Do you have something that annoys you? Join our Facebook groups and let us know. All right, enough of that. Okay, speaking of Facebook groups, if you if you are listening for some reason and you have not joined the Wave Around Facebook group, you need to stop what you're doing. Go on Facebook, log in, search the Wave Around with JMac, and join. I will automatically approve you or whatever. Um, also join the Sandwich Shop because I am now the face and the voice of the sandwich shop so every week i'm gonna be going live like i did today and uh we'll be doing some cool stuff over there uh the sandwich shop and the wave around our groups are both part of sandwich man racing sports memorabilia where fans become family so if you've not gone go to sandwichmanracing.com and order you some cool cool nascar memorabilia and uh stuff like that tell them j max sent you because hey I did send you. You heard it on the radio. So yeah, if, you, if you're if you not a part of that, go ahead and do that. Another thing I want to talk about, I talked about on Facebook, is some cool stuff that we're going to do on this show. We're going to make this show more interactive, all right? So with that being said, what we're going to do is we're not only we're, we're going to start getting NASCAR drivers on the show, working that piece as we speak, we uh, also want to get you on the show. Yes, you, the listener. So what I want to do is I want to get just somebody uh, every week, you know, until the end of time. I want to get you guys on the show. I want to interview you. So for more information, you can you can look me up on Facebook. Uh, J, just the letter J, Michael Mack is my Facebook name. Uh, you can hit me up on there. Send me a DM and I'll give you all the details. Uh, you send me your friend request too. Hey, I, I, I accept friend requests. Um, just let me know you're a listener of the show and we'll go from there. So pretty much basically in a nutshell, uh, we'll go on zoom or we'll go on a Squadcast, which is another program. Uh, and we'll give you, you know, we'll just interview, you know, you could tell me what got you into racing NASCAR, what got you into sports, uh, you know, what you do for a living. We'll just have a conversation. Like we're sitting at the bar having a beer or if you don't drink a, a Coke. Or a Pepsi or a water with lemon. You know, whatever your beverage of choice is. Just having a conversation, getting to know each other. Because I want to get to know the fans out there. We want to make this big. We want to make this interactive. Other podcast shows don't do this. They try to get like all the famous people in. What's we're going to do? But I want to get you on the show. Because it's you that makes this podcast awesome. And it's you guys that make everything special. And... Let's me continue doing what I am doing. Also, if you would like to be a sponsor, you know, you have a product, you have a company or something you'd like me to uh, advertise. Hey, send me those, uh, send me that DM as well. And we'll, we'll definitely get something started because it not only helps me, but it also helps you. And I'm all about helping you, the everyday, everyday American or if you're not from America, I'm helping you too. But I'm all about helping the everyday man and woman and child do what they do. So guys, with that being said, thank you guys so, so very much for joining us on another wonderful episode of The Wave Around. I'd like to thank you guys for taking your time, listening in your car, on your computer, 
while you're doing yoga, while you're mowing the yard, whatever it is you're doing, I thank you. Also, just to let you know the wave around, we're also going to start talking about other sports as well. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, like the big story of the week in sports or whatever. Um, starting that soon. It's not going to be just about racing. Majority of it is going to be NASCAR, but it's also going to be other sports and other cool stuff as well. So with that being said, guys, I'd like to thank you for joining me. Like I always say every week, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And remember, go chase. This is J-Mac. We'll talk to you next week here on the Wave Around. Peace and love.